Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Today, the family that set off on a new adventure and how they might inspire you to live the life you love. Plus, our latest social media obsession, the mom inspiring other women to embrace the gray. And today turns 70. We're celebrating with a look back at seven decades of memorable moments. From Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Come on, come on. Happy Friday, you guys. It is a great day. It is January 14th. Okay, and we are celebrating a big birthday today. Today's show is 70 years old. Wow, you guys, 70 looks good on this program. Uh, The very first show, if you're wondering, January 14th, 19... 52. And you look at, that's Jay Friend Muggs. They brought a monkey. I mean, and there are so many moments in the Today Show that are so historic. Oh, wait. Oh, I loved that moment. Wait, Willard with your grandmother, Katie doing all the stuff. Oh, remember when Beyonce surprised you? Wow. There are so many moments on the Today Show. It's been around for 70 years. And when you think of the people who've kind of graced this, these desks and mm-hmm. these walls and all that stuff, and you think about it back in the day when they were just getting started and it was like, oh, we're going to try a daily something program. New. And the headlines, by the way, when the Today Show started were something like, something like today will be yesterday, tomorrow. Like it was <laughs> not going well. And they brought the monkey, J. Fred Muggs, like we got a monkey. <laughs> and the way the show turned, because... parents realized their kids would sit in front of a television and eat their Cheerios because there was a monkey on. So they would be like watching them. So who knew that all these little pieces would come together where they had entertainment like that and and they delivered news, obviously, uh, since the beginning. I think for for us sitting in these chairs, I mean, I'm sitting in the chair that that Mm -hmm. the greatest Kathy Lee Gifford sat in before. Like, there's something so... Meredith Vieira, these women that we just adore that came before, but also... I know so many people that watch, like my grandpa, yeah, yeah. Harold and Jenna Welch from Midland, Texas, when I'd go to their house, mm-hmm. I remember the Smucker's jar. <laughs> the fact that we get to be part of this institution that's been in people's homes for 70 years. I remember seeing an old clip one time of when Barbara Walters was interviewing Anwar Sadat, and it was who was the then president of Egypt, yes. who was later assassinated, but she was interviewing him, and news had just uh, broken that Barbara Walters was making a million dollars, and that was like a big, huge, yeah. huge, huge moment. So she was interviewing Anwar Sadat about I don't know what, and Anwar Sadat said to her, oh, Barbara, you're now making a million? And she burst out <laughs> laughing, and I thought, they may, even world leaders mixing with people who mm. worked here, and it became like such a kind of funny, beautiful moment. So I was thinking about 
all the, like you said, the Meredith, Jane Pauley, yes. Bryant Gumbel, yes. Katie, who was here, every, you know, everyone who's been here on this program for all those years. Mm -hmm. And I also loved, one thing, I, another thing I love about the Today Show is women who are older over the years have had a beautiful place to sit. Mm. I thought that about Meredith when Meredith was mm -hmm. here. I thought that about Kathy mm -hmm. Lee. And you think about the whole morning show landscape myself. I think about Gail King. Yes. I think about Robin. I think about the morning show landscape is full of women who have lived. Yes. It used to be the place where they were like, and you're too, you know, old now. <laughs> Bye-bye. And they'd bring someone new in. And then suddenly it just, we just realized like women like watching women. Yes. Who are kind and of also, like them. And also, don't you feel, and I know we both feel this way, both mm. men and women, like the mentors, yeah. it's, it's so interesting because when I, my dad calls the Today Show the family as a joke, <laughs> he's like, how's the family doing? But it's not a joke. Yeah. Like the people that have come before us mm. who have like taken mm. our hand and not cynically taught me how to use a teleprompter. Like I just can't even believe. And I remember the very first day that mm -hmm. I was here, I was here, but I also did the show from the uh, Cowboy Stadium mm. in Dallas, Texas, where I grew up as a little Cowboys right. fan. And, and I have this picture hanging of the first day, and I remember being so nervous, but yeah. Al and Matt, they were so kind yes. to me. And Always. they you know, took my hand, and Megan Call, yes. who does PR, and they yes. made me feel like I could do it. Well, you could, and I remember peeking down here in the studio when you were here and you were learning how to do all the stuff. And I remember you were reading the prompter. Yeah. And I remember watching your determination. And I said, oh no, this, this, this one right here, this one's gonna make it. Cause you go again, I'll do it again. I'm gonna do it again. Mm -hmm. And you kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And I thought when you want something to happen and you sit and work for it and add it. And I think that's the thing about everybody who's worked here. And I think the egos have always been something that have been in check. Yeah. Nobody ever thought they were bigger than the show. Mm -hmm. It's been around for 70 years, not because of any one of us, anybody who's been on yes. before us. It's like really a collective. It's not about Which is without why this person, the show will fall yes. apart. Without that, of course it doesn't. It keeps going. Yeah. It always keeps going. What, what are some of your favorite moments? What about that first day with you and Kathy on the plaza? Let me tell you, that was a big one because Kathy Lee was someone who we all had watched when we were, you know, forever, her and Regis. And I knew nothing about what was going on. I, I was terrified. And I was also kind of scared of Kath. Because <laughs> Kath would say anything, did not care about what, she just said yeah. whatever was on her heart, on her mind. And you just had to be ready. But I remembered realizing, like at one point, she was looking at me when I was trying to, you know, <laughs> figure out what was supposed to be coming up next. And she looked at me and she said, I'm right here. I'm right here. Mm. Like, I'm right here next to you. You don't have to, don't worry. We're together. I got it. We got it. And, you know, it was like... And, and when, to add another, you know, the fact that the show has evolved from one hour yes. to two to three, three. to on all <laughs> day long. the big long. joke is, is we're never going off the air. Do you remember when you jumped out of the plane? I loved that. That might have been... I have a couple of your favorites. That one right there, only because you were so really scared. Yes. But this, this is you to a T. You go from t sheer terror to, can we keep going forever? <laughs> Those are your two speeds. I don't want to do it to never let it end. 
Look at you. There was, I wasn't expecting to be so moved by it, too. I mean, it was in honor of somebody that I love. Mm -hmm. And what about when you surprised those gymnasts with Zac Efron? I think that might have been one of my favorites because I felt like I knew those girls and loved them yes. like they were mine. Yes. And all they wanted was to see Zac Efron. And he was so <laughs> generous and kind. And, you know, Lori Hernandez, but she, Simone was the one. Simone has had a lot. Oh, oh, yeah, yes. Oh. Look how you know delighted what? you are. You're I, just back got, there laughing. Because you know why? I got to be Santa. It was so <laughs> exciting. That was such a great, great, great one. All right, so let's play a little game, shall we? Okay, let's do it. So we thought, and since the Today Show's turning 70, yeah. we want to see who is younger or older than, than our show. Than okay? 70. Okay, first up, who do we have? We have actor Bill Murray. Is All right. He older or younger than we are? Let's see. I think Bill Murray is older. Me too. I think he's older. He is older. He turned 71 on September 20th. Okay, next for all of our queso lovers out there. Oh. Uh, we're not talking about queso, but we're talking about its cousin, Cheese Whiz. The cousin of queso. <laughs> is Cheese Whiz younger or older? Uh, I'm gonna it's say- It's gotta be older. older. That thing- No, Cheese Whiz has been around forever. It can last forever. What? Younger? What? That's crazy, it looks so good. Okay, it made its debut in July 1953, and Kraft promoted it as Cheese treats quick spoon it, heat, heat it, it, spread it. Wait, spoon, spoon it. it, heat, heat it, it, spread it. it. Ooh, there's something going on there. Next one, let's go with Tylenol. Is it younger than or older? I'm older. gonna say younger. What? I don't know why. Tylenol's been around forever. It had to have Is been. Is it older? Let's, let's see. Go. Younger. Oh. It was introduced in 1955. It's so interesting. Oh no, don't tell me. Okay, the, let's bring it up. The, the Big, Big Mac. Mac. Okay. Is it younger? Do you know, do you know the song? No. To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Wow. Whoa. No, I do. Older or younger than 70? I'm going to say younger. younger. It's got to be younger. Yeah. yeah. It debuted in 1967. That's when the Golden Arches did, too. All right, here's our favorite Oprah. Older or younger? Younger, dude. She has to be younger. Of course she is. She oh, is. my gosh. Yeah, her birthday is. Oh, her birthday's on January 29th? Maybe we can talk with her on her birthday. Maybe she'll maybe she'll call in or we'll call her. Let's try. She turned 68. Everyone's favorite hip swiveling toy, the hula hoop. Older. Definitely. Definitely older. older. People have been hula hooping for. Oh, it's younger. younger. Oh my God. It was marketed by Whammo in 1958. <laughs> it was a fad. It estimated 25 million hula hoops were sh sold during the first year of production. What? What? Did you ever go through a hula hooping fad? I tried it. I, I was gonna say you've gone through all of them. <laughs> Coming up. Okay. We're dialing our best fan friend. You never know what's going to happen after this. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL. And yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. 
To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, this is the best part of the week. We get to meet one of you guys, one of our amazing viewers, and we, we want to meet all of you, but we'll be so excited because today we're going to meet a special We're going to meet somebody really cool today. We're hoping to surprise 63-year-old Rose Shaw from Chesapeake, Virginia. Okay, Rose is amazing. She's a mom of three a grandmother of four, and just recently, she got the title of great-grandma. <laughs> She's retired from a career in childcare, so every day looks a little bit different for her, but one thing that's always on her agenda, Rose watches us in the morning. Oh, makes us feel so good. She sounds like a ton of fun, so let's do this. We're gonna call Rose. Rose is amazing. Rose looks beautiful. Rose. Hit. Rose? Yes. Hi. Hi. It's Hoda and Jenna. How are you? Hi, ladies. How Hi. are you, Rose? Rose, we just had to call you. I am so you. excited. We had to call you because we love you and we heard you watch us and we just wanted to tell you how much we appreciate it and we're choosing you as our best, best fan friend for Friday. Thank you so much. I am so excited. I am the biggest fan ever. Oh my gosh. Oh, I wasn't expecting you ladies to call me. <laughs> Rose, we adore you. We just looked at pictures of you on the beach. You're amazing, by the way. Thank you. You've, you've got kids and now a grandbaby, a, a great grandbaby? A great granddaughter. She's seven months, yes. Oh, how is she? How is she? Oh, she's a doll. She is so adorable. She's in the other room now sleeping. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're gonna play a little game of trivia. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. To kick off the year, we started a brand new series where we share inspiring stories of people living the life they blank. What is fill in the blank? Living. Love. Yes! The life they love. The life they love. Yes. That is right. So, Rose, since we know you like hanging with us every day, we're sending you a little something. Roku is sending you a 50-inch 4-series TCL Roku TV. Come on, you need a bit. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You, you, need a bit, you need a bigger TV, Rose, for sure. I do, most certainly. Uh -oh. oh, I love you, ladies. I can't wait to get to New York when this is all over with. Yes, oh, yes. Please come up here. We can't wait to have you visit as well. We can't. So what do, your, what do your grandkids and kids think of you watching this show? <laughs> They're new school. I'm old school. <laughs> I just sit around, have nothing else to do. But they're like, Mom, your show's on. The ladies are here. Rose, okay. Rose, since you like, we want to hear from you. Since you like watching our show, what do you like for 2022? What do you want to see more of? I like to see more of the inspiring stories mm. and just all the love you ladies give. I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I'm watching that I don't find something inspiring, even if it's from the um, people that are the entertainers. Yeah. You know, I can stand and dance with them and sing <laughs> with you ladies and stuff. So more inspiring stories, I'd have to say. Well, Rose, you're an amazing human being. You've done so well. You've got a beautiful family, and thanks for sharing with Thank us. You. If, if you're one of our most loyal viewers, you want to nominate somebody who is, head to hodaandjenna.com, and maybe we'll call you next. I love Rose. Love Rose. Love Rose. Coming up next, the family that's turning a new course. And living the life they love. Coming up right after this.
now to a story that we hope inspires you to live the life you love. It's about a Virginia family of six who completely uprooted their lives in pursuit of a little adventure. All right, so instead of working from home, they are working from <laughs> boat. Okay, that's their approach, and they are truly learning to seize the day. Take a look. About a year into the pandemic, the Kaplan family said goodbye to living on land. Since March of 2021, the ship known as Changing Course has been traversing up and down the East Coast in search of a new way of living. This is a 1986 Hatteras long-range cruiser. She is 70 feet long and she's about 74 tons. We have a little less than a quarter of the square footage now that we had in our home. We had talked for a long time about eventually getting into a cruising lifestyle, whether that was retirement or the kids were older. But with this confluence of events, we just decided, well, let's start making moves and see what happens. And so we thought it was a really great time to try and create an adventure for our family now that we could work virtually um, and the kids could learn virtually. We sold the house, we sold the cars, she sold all of our furniture out from under me and uh, we picked up this boat and we went. And then spent about two months kind of learning our vessel, um, training with the training captain. When I found out that we were selling the cars, our house, all of our toys and everything, my first thought is, oh my gosh, we're leaving everything. I thought it would be really fun and cool and I was also upset to leave all my friends. The transition's been the hardest thing that we've ever done. Our daughters have just absolutely embraced this adventure. Our son is taking a little bit longer to come along. I was quite mad as I disliked boots for quite a while. To be told that I was leaving my soccer friends just about everything behind to go live on something I truly disliked, it was not the happiest. Security call, security call, inbound motor yacht, changing course. We really thought a lot about what to name our boat and landed on changing course because it was representative of us, you know, really walking away from everything in our land life to take on uh, this very different lifestyle. I like going kayaking boarding because it's fun. Most of my favorite places have been based on which has the best internet. Day to day, you know, we are working full time virtually. Uh, the kids have school, home school, boat school. Living on a boat is 100% all hands on deck. If they don't do their part, you know, there, there are real consequences. The boat trips that I have are filling up the water tanks, scrubbing the deck, shining all the poles. So I help dock and undock and anchor. I learned a lot like how to tie knots, how to tie lines or put down the gangplank. When I was a kid, it was take the garbage out or you know mow the lawn, but I think in this lifestyle, I think the kids understand that they are truly contributing to our household. It's really fun, but there are some challenges to it. Many of our friends think that we're living an exceptionally glamorous life, so we post many uh, pictures and videos of what the reality is. Fuel issues, engines going out, you name it. It's constant chaos. We have to take three minute showers because the water tank. We have to have three different plans every single day we wake up contingent upon what's the wind gonna do, what are the waves gonna do. Yeah, we've had a few dicey weather moments, nothing too bad, but thus far I have not gotten seasick ever, so we'll see.
one of the things I'm most grateful for is how our family has adapted and finding so much more gratitude in what we do have. I like spending time with my family. We'll have dinner every night. I feel like I've got more responsible. And as for what's on the horizon? We are going to keep going as long as it works. Part of the adventure is traveling up and down the coast and checking out new towns and deciding which one potentially could be our future home. The pandemic has taught us that you can't take anything for granted with no idea what's coming next. You've only got one life and nobody can define how you do that. And if nothing else, I hope that my kids walk away knowing that whatever they face, they can work through it. Oh my God, how cool are the Kaplans? So cool. I mean, they took that risk. You can follow along on their adventures on Instagram. For more info, just head to our website, hodaandjenna.com. Coming up next, 50 Shades of Grey, the women inspiring other women to embrace their roots after this. now with our new series, Fave Follows, when we share some social media accounts that we are absolutely loving. Yeah, last week you met Julian from Recess Therapy who made us laugh with his interviews with little kids. And today we want to introduce you to Whitney, better known as Silver Strands of Glitter. She's documenting her trans transition to gray for two years and folks online took notice. Take a look. My name is Whitney Lichty. I created Silver Strands of Glitter and I am 27 months dye free. I dyed my hair for over 20 years and I finally reached a point where I realized I was covering something that was natural, not for myself, but for what other people expected and wanted of me. I happened across an entire silver community of women on Instagram and it was incredibly empowering. And when I finally made that decision, it was freedom and it was self-acceptance and love. When I initially started Silver Strands of Glitter, it was just to have a place where I could have all of these pictures as this visual timeline and transformation where I could see my growth. And it turned into so much more. It's been just a really overall positive experience and a fun surprise to meet other women and to be able to help them and encourage them. Silver Strands of Glitter's Instagram account has been really inspiring for me throughout my hair growth process. I actually left a comment for her the other day and she responded with some really kind words of encouragement. To be able to follow an account like Whitney's to inspire me to keep going, to show you that silver does not mean old, it does not mean letting yourself go, it means embracing who you naturally are and making it beautiful. This experience, it might come as a surprise, but has actually increased my confidence tenfold. I've come to really value myself more than my appearance and understand that I have more to offer the world than you know just what's visually apparent. I think that if you would have asked me the first few months, I would have given anything to have this transition be done and over with, but I've really loved it. And I've loved watching my internal transformation and the external transformation. And I think that I will actually miss this girl when it's done, but I will definitely look back on it um, very fondly. And we are joined by Whitney right now. Whitney, first of all. You're gorgeous. You're stunning. Stunning. We can't stop staring at all your yes. pictures. <laughs> are you a model too? No, no, far from it. Not yet. <laughs> um, okay, so talk about when you decided yeah. to go silver. You decided to make this transition. Yeah, so I decided um, in 
2019. Um, and it was really after a conversation that I had had with a good friend um, where we sort of dived a little deeper into the reasons why we were covering our gray hair and why we felt like we needed to. And I really started to ask myself some questions like where those feelings came from. Why, why did I have such a strong reaction to a hair color? And were those feelings my own? And I think after further reflection, I really decided that none of those negative feelings about a hair color were my own and that I didn't have to feel embarrassed or feel like I had to cover something that was, you know, very natural to me. So did you start going gray in your 20s? Was that about right? Did my early 20s. Yeah, so I can imagine that that's one of those things when you're younger, you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? I'm going to try to get rid of this. What happened to your self-esteem as a result of where you are today? It it has skyrocketed, um, which again is probably hard, <laughs> confusing for people to hear. Um, I would have never thought that. I, I've really been able to celebrate and love things about myself and that I don't think I would have been able to having not experienced this journey. Yeah, it's really interesting because I feel like on, you know, a first look, it's a, an account about mm -hmm. hair color, but really it's about women empowerment. Mm -hmm. Like you have these women that look to you for support, for strength. What, what, when did you realize that people started to follow your account and it mm -hmm. was more than just this thing you did? I think when I started to receive um, messages from women telling me that I inspired them, um, it really took me back um, for a minute. It was incredible to think that I could play a small role in helping someone and encouraging someone do something that they really didn't think um, that they would be able to do. So it's been a really powerful experience in, in a lot of different ways. Do you think this is your, you said you're 41 now. Do you think this is like your life's journey? Is this how you're going to continue? Or do you reserve the right to say, you know what? I might change my mind in about five years. See how I feel. Right. I definitely try and say, you know, never say never anymore um, because I, I said that I would never <laughs> stop coloring my hair. But I, I really think that this is one of those things that um, I'm definitely going to stick with. What Do you have any advice for women and, and, I mean, men too, but mainly women who are thinking about embracing the gray? Yeah, I think my biggest advice would be not to put too much pressure on yourself. It's just hair, and so one of the greatest things about this process is that you can dye it again, and you can try to grow your roots out again as many times as you want. Um, you know, it's your hair, and it's it's your decision. Um, and I think I would also recommend surrounding yourself with as many cheerleaders as you can. And if you don't have that in person, there are so many platforms online where you can get that support because I really feel like that is invaluable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Such well, good when, life lessons. Um, when you get your modeling contract, yes. will you call us? Yes. <laughs> and also maybe you could yeah. style us because your yes. hair looks gorgeous in every picture and so do your outfits. <laughs> Thank you, Whitney. Whitney, thanks. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, and let's call up our Insta and make it official. We are following Silver, Silver Strands of, of Glitter. glitter. Follow. Right. We're in. All right. And if you're starting to embrace your gray and ensure uh, you're unsure of how to make this new look work, we're going to hear all about it. We want to hear from you. HodaandJenna.com. Tell us your story. Okay, coming up next, Steve's got gadgets to keep you cozy in the cold after this. Every winter, there are cool new gadgets to keep us warm and cozy. And lucky for us, we know someone who's keeping track of them all. Of course, we are talking about our pal Steve Greenberg, the host of YouTube's Gadget Game Show. What the heck is that? Well, he's rounded up some items for us, and you can scan the QR code at the bottom of your screen if you see anything that you might like. Let's check it out. 
Hi, Hoda and Jenna. It's getting cold outside, but I've got some gadgets to keep you warm and toasty. First up, a heated shirt by Venture Heat. It's the only base layer on the market that actually flexes and moves as you do. There are no panels or pads that can get in your way. It's got a rechargeable battery pack right here on the side, and it also has three zones, stomach, shoulder, and back. And you have controls over here so you can make it go from high, medium, and low heat, depending on what you want. When it's time to wash it, just throw it in the washer or dryer in a laundry bag. It's that easy. Next, to stay connected and stay warm, this is the wireless headphone hat. It has two speakers built into it. The controls are right here on the sides. And when you put it on, it's Bluetooth enabled so you can stream your music. You can also take a phone call. It does both, it's great. Oh, that calls for me. Now this right over here, this is the Jerse. It's a jacket that turns into a purse. Jerse, the company says you can do the conversion, that transition in 20 seconds. I'm sitting on a rechargeable heated massage stadium seat. This folds up, unfolds, easy to set up, just a couple of seconds. It's got a rechargeable battery and three different settings for heat, three different settings for a massage, and it is very comfortable. So whether you're at your kid's game on a bleacher or at a park bench, a stadium bench, or sitting on an ice cold planter, this makes the sitting experience so much better. And if you're at a game, this is what you're gonna be cheering about. Now next, this is the heated car seat from Hamburger Schlemmer. It's super easy to install. Honestly, we did it in just a couple of seconds. Once it's set up, you then plug it into the what we used to call the cigarette lighter, the 12 volt outlet, and then you're ready to go. It's got a control for the back, a control for the rear, and I can tell you, I have it set up right now. Ah, this feels wonderful. Now for your passengers, whether in the seat next to you or in the back seat, this is a polar fleece heated blanket. It plugs into the 12 volt outlet in the front of the car. It's got a meter and a half long cord, so it's perfect for the back seat. So whether it's for an emergency or the kids in the back seat or tailgating or whatever the circumstances, this blanket has you covered. Now, if you're lucky enough to have a fireplace, you should get this stuff. It's called Fire Miser. It goes under the wood and above the fireplace grate and it actually distributes the heat more evenly and it causes the wood to burn longer, warmer, and cleaner. You know, I should get this stuff, but first I have to get a fireplace. And finally, this is the Elements Fire Cell Plus. It's basically three gadgets in one. It's a power source to charge your smartphone or other devices. It's a flashlight that has five different modes and it's also a hand warmer. This gets warm right here. It's got this little fuzzy bag. You put it in here and you can walk around and keep your hands nice and warm for those early morning walks. Hoda, Jenna, be cool and stay warm. Thank you, Steve. All right, for these products and more, go to today.com slash shop. Coming up next, today turns 70 and we're opening up a vault with a look back after this. Oh, yeah. I 
Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I the mean, country. It is the twists, the turns, the With craziness. our best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Murder. Break it down for us. Just You'll get fresh insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the, the know and up yesterday. to date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console console. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. As we mentioned, today is marking a major milestone. Our show turns 70. Yeah, from presidents to newsmakers to Hollywood stars and rock stars, today's legendary hosts and correspondents have brought the world into your home for seven decades. We are so honored to be part of it. So grab whatever you're drinking, raise your glass, and toast to today at 70. Here's a look back. Very first, good morning. Good morning, morning. top news. First, here's the news. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Good morning. Welcome to today. Welcome to today. In your neck of the woods. Happy birthday. This is a morning that will be recorded in the history books. It is a big anniversary, real big. You know, you realize 70 is such a big number. We're each a tiny little piece of that 70 years. Really mind-boggling. I mean, that's huge. Seven decades, it's a remarkable achievement. Good morning to you. The very first good morning of what I hope and suspect will be a great many. Good morning between you and I. Today's show is a national treasure. It started in 1952 and was really groundbreaking in its time. Air turns to rain. When the Today Show went on the air, I mean, TVs weren't being turned on. If you turned on your TV, you got And they thought, well, let's give it a shot. Special events program geared to keep the people in touch with the world. Take a look at the women on this show. When they started, it was Today Girls. They were showpieces. Barbara Walters here this morning. Then someone named Barbara Walters came along. <laughs> Get your own cup of coffee. And said, no, I want a seat at the table. Good morning, Mr. Well, President. good morning, Barbara. Barbara Walters, the Jane Paulies, the Katies, the Merediths, they blew the doors open. And then me and Savannah just strolled through. We're like, hey, thanks. From Studio One. And today, it's two female anchors, and I'm so proud of that. A woman stopped me with her child, and she said, thank you, because now my daughter thinks this is totally normal. In 1952, people were waving with signs. So I watch it every, well, every time I get a chance to. Daddy's babysitting, he couldn't come. <laughs> like the grandchildren of people who came 70 years ago now show up. When they show up on the plaza, it's not just as fans of our show. It's people who feel like family. They watch every morning. Like, we are a part of their families. That's awesome. 
And guess what? We feel like your family too. We were the first ones to bring concerts. The concerts that we put on in the plaza are iconic. Today's show for 70 years has been right there at the epicenter of pop culture. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. I walk in and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, who's here? Beyonce's here? What, 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 what? You <laughs> rock it, Beyonce. Everyone whose poster you may have had plastered all over your junior high bedroom wall, you're gonna meet them. Okay, I'm flustered. And it's amazing. Gosh! <laughs> you lady tonight. I knew if I lived long enough, my dreams would come true, and they have. Do you remember that? <laughs> These are the <laughs> Fun is a huge ingredient to the recipe of success here. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> <laughs> I want to be classy. Classy. <laughs> it's a blast because you don't know what's going to happen on the show. It's like throw your head back and play. Halloween rolls around, I'm all in. Good morning, my neighbors! I think the secret sauce, why this show has lasted 70 years, is it's good company. But for 70 years, people have tuned in, and the people who brought them that news will have changed. But the mission hasn't, to find out that the world is still there and get them ready for their day. Well, I think Dave Garraway and everyone that started this little project in black and white would be astonished and amazed, and I hope they'd be proud. Thank you. Goodbye until tomorrow morning. Peace. Wow. All right, guys, we'll be back right after this. Coming up next week, the incredible Goldie Hawn joins I'm us. I'm so excited. Plus, the hilarious Ricky Gervais. Oh, my gosh, love it. And our pal Valerie Bertinelli. Okay, if you're looking for some entertainment over the weekend, all you have to do is download the podcast right here. It's called Making Space, Put a Copy, or Today with Hoda and Jenna. They're all good, you guys. It's a weekend. Have a great weekend. Have Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Are we going this way? We'll go this way. Oh, or this way. Okay. Which way? Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.